right, man. I'm sorry. Happened there. So, just a quick recap since we did have some difficulties. Um, we've gone over Rock Weaver. Um, I did find. Well, you just said just a, a quick recap. He, uh, y'all trained in the gym together when you're doing boxing. Um, was it the training that got you into wanting to do this fight against Joe Riggs back at Bare Knuckle Three? Man, it, um, <clears throat> I had been at the gym for about four or five years, uh, five or six years, and um, I seen Buck doing it, and I was like, "Man, that's that's pretty cool." And then I did my research on the Bare Knuckle. And I was like, man, that's actually bare knuckle. There's no gloves to have to worry about. And I liked it. I really liked the the theory of it and everything else. And so I, um, I just, uh, you know, reached out and w- really wanted to do it, you know, because uh, the, the glove boxing, you can take your glove on your hand and drive it through a, 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 a ply, piece of plywood, you know. You take that glove off and you're not going to hit that piece of plywood very hard. So it, it means you got to pick You can't just go punch, you know, as hard as you can. You're, you got to pick Use more, uh, be more technical about it. Right. Now, just a quick recap. So far, um, you got to win at Bare Knuckle 5 against Troy Beats by TKO. Mike Kyle was a win. Line 2 by TKO. You beat Sam Shoemaker by a knockout of BKF fifteen, or you? Sorry, you I'm lost that one. Right. Arnold Honor Honor that Arnold also by KO, and then you got a one against Zach Kalmus at bare knuckle seventeen by TKO, and then just recently you beat uh, Lewis Rumsey the other night. Um, out of all your fights so far, which one has been your favorite and why? Man, this is just kind of crazy, but all of them, I. I especially the last two um because the uh you can go back and watch all my fights and see how i look in all my fights and then you can watch these last two and see how much progress i've made in these last two fights so uh i i, I guess just being just to be honest about it my my last two fights are my favorite from uh seeing how much i have progressed over the course of time heck yeah now i did find something interesting I was on a cagesidepress.com. It's where I found a lot of this stuff at. Because like I said, man, it was hard to find information on you. <laughs> the one thing I found that was interesting was one of your sparring in uh, February of 2020, which would be Wilder. How was it, or what was it like working with Deontay Wilder? Well, man, the way that come about is I was fighting a guy out in Worley, Idaho that was six foot eight, I think, six foot seven, and my manager knew Deontay Wilder's manager, and so uh, he got in touch with him, and there we go off Tuscaloosa to spar with Deontay because he was the only one, you know, within driving distance that was tall enough to give me a good look at fighting, uh, you know, sparring with a tall person. And uh, we, so we went up there and then come to find out I was good work for Deontay. You know, he was able to hit me and I was able to take it. And then I was hitting him back and showing him, you know, where he was doing things wrong from, you know, the way I was punching him and, you know, where I was punching him or whatever. And uh, I just become good work for him. So then after that fight, uh, a month or two after that fight, they uh, 
Give me just a second. Audio again, guys. Oh, there we go. I got. Uh, yes, there. sir. It might be my connection. I I thought it was the earbuds the first time. It could just be my connection. But um, yes. Um. Yeah, we 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 went up there. The video too. I wanted to find the video just to kind of see what it was like, and I could not find it anywhere. Sadly, but um, go go to go to YouTube. Uh, Bobo O'Bannon sparring Deontay Wilder, and it is on there. Get up tonight, for sure. I gotta see. Um, and that stuck out to me was go find me that you have set up. I wanted to kind of give you a chance to kind of explain a little bit. Um tell everybody what it's about because like i said this is gonna it's gonna be posted the it's gonna be posted on facebook once i get everything uh finished up with the podcast tonight and then be on multiple different uh, multiple different platforms we're gonna be on radio public uh apple spotify we're gonna be in different places so it's gonna catch some oh beautiful yeah man um the the gofundme what it's about is uh my wife has 11 different diseases. Uh, uh, I'm trying to tell you now, and I just drew a blank. But she's got nerve diseases that causes her to hurt from uh, head to toe constantly, all day, every day. Uh, Britt, what's that nerve disease that makes you hurt, baby? No, the hurt. Fibromyalgia. She's got fibromyalgia. It causes her to hurt from head to toe she's got pots which is dysautonomia it uh messes with the way that her brain and her heart communicates plus it, it also uh is a nerve thing that makes her hurt from head to toe all day long it uh messes with the way her brain and her heart communicates and so we've had numerous trips to the emergency room getting her heart back in rhythm you know she's got a defibrillator slash pacemaker in her chest we're that is not working right now we're fixing to uh she's got an appointment with her cardiologist tomorrow getting it replaced and what that's going to cost us to do and um you know she's got medicines that she's got to stay on to regulate her blood pressure because of her uh, heart diseases she's been on uh medicine to keep her blood pressure up because it would stay down well now all of a sudden disease decided to flip and now she's having to be on uh, blood pressure medicine to keep her blood pressure down because uh, the, now it's making a, it, it's just weird, man. It, it's weird. And the way all that works, it's kind of a worst case scenario fairy tale that, you know, some sick person wrote. <laughs> just being honest about it is the way that it is. But uh, she, uh, she had someone reach out and set up a GoFundMe for her. And uh, to help with the medical bills and everything, she's had to go twice to different specialists. She, uh, <clears throat> I paid my little cousin to take her to Jacksonville, Florida one time. They spent a week in Jacksonville, Florida, trying to find answers. And they, uh, I, uh, it was uh, the Mayo Clinic over in Jacksonville. And their official answer to her was, we just don't know. And then... We took her up to Birmingham to the uh, UAB hospital up there, and they told her of another disease that she has, and outside of that, so they don't know because that disease is not causing the problems that she was having. 
so they just didn't know what was going on and uh so we we get i don't know a whole lot but it generally costs us a whole bunch of money to get an i don't know and we go hoping and praying that one day we'll get some answers that'll give her some uh solid results but uh until that day gets here like i said you know <clears throat> paying a hotel room and feeding a couple people gas money and you know the, then the outrageous cost of the doctors that don't give any answers and you know it's just it, it, it's a lot and you know that's uh one of the reasons why i'm fighting you know to help take up some of them costs you know because uh yeah you can uh not pay doctor bills or yeah you can send them five dollars a month or whatever people have told me before but uh, at the same time, if you don't pay them doctors, they're going to stop seeing her eventually, you know. So uh, we, we've got bills that we have to pay so that they can still see her, treat her, and help her. Right. Now, what I'm going to do after we get done with the podcast, um, before I upload it to Facebook and drop the link in, because uh, I'm going to post it in different groups. I'm going to tag you in it when I upload. I'm also going to put it in Street Beefs, a couple other little, like, fight groups and um, yes. Let me get the link from you. That way, I can put it in the post for the podcast. People that listen in, um, if they want to help out, the link will be there so they can donate. Um, one question that a friend of mine asked earlier: Name the Bible Belt Brawler. How did you decide that would be your fight name? <laughs> well, man, uh, to begin with, whenever I started my fight with Mike Cobb, I kept saying, oh, Bobo is a beast. Bobo is a beast. He, this guy's a beast. Look at him. He's in there, and he just he's a beast. And the commentators kept saying that. So uh, we was just like, okay, Bobo is a beast of Bannon. But then I got to looking at it, and everybody is the beast. You know, I, my opponent I just fought this past weekend, Lewis the Beast Rumsey. And... You know, so I was kind of mad, didn't care for that very much. So my wife was like, yeah, I, you're not having that name no more. That You know, we're, we're taking that out. And so she consulted with everybody on Facebook. I, I literally mean she posted a status wanting to know what people would think my nickname should be. And uh, somebody, I don't remember who it was. I need to give them credit, and I'm sorry for not doing it, but I don't remember Somebody said the Bible Belt Brawler. And, you know, I live in Mississippi right here in the middle of the Bible Belt. And, uh, you know, my fighting style, I am a brawler, a tactical brawler. And so she just put them together, the Bible Belt Brawler, and went with it. Hopefully, hopefully him or her see this uh, podcast. Like I said, I'm going to put it all over the place. I'm going to get as many views on this one as possible. Um. Hopefully they see it and they're like, hey, that was me. That way we can get them the credit for it. Um, another question I had, um, I, I was talking to a couple people, put the post up. I had people messaging me about, oh, ask him this, ask him that. There's not too many questions that were like right there in my face that stood out. Obvious one, who do you want to fight next in Barry? I don't care. You don't care. You just want anybody at this point. I feel it. Yeah, people, man, people get so frustrated, so angry with me at my answer to that question. 
They're like, who do you want to fight? I don't care. I mean, I, I sincerely, because here's my thing, man. I don't have a beef, a quarrel, a hardship, and nothing but nobody. You know, there's nobody that I just look at and like, I want to beat that person up. You know, I want to fight that person like a punch man. I don't, I don't care. You know, uh, whoever makes sense to the company for me to fight, you know makes the best sense, brings in the most money for me and the company. That's all I care about because let's be honest, man. I, I look at my I'm fixing to tell you here. Uh, if it doesn't make sense for the company, I don't really care a whole lot for doing it. But at the same time, it's got to make sense for me too because if, you know, the company is not making money, then they're not going to have money to pay me. Period. End of the story. So, I definitely, without a doubt, I want to do things that put the company out there, promote the company, and put money in the company's pocket because as they're getting money because of me, because of things I'm doing, because of fights I'm giving, because of performances you see on TV, then they're going to turn around and reward me for that as well. You know what? I, I just, in, in my mind, if I do something, you know, have a fight, whatever, that brings the company $10 million dollars, I don't see them saying, hey, Bobo, thank you for that $10 million. We're not giving you any of it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I see them going, hey, Bobo, you know, look, they, the numbers are saying you brought in $10 million. We're going to give you a bonus of 10% of that. You know what I mean? And and so if, if I'm doing good for the company, then they're going to do good for me. Uh, knowing uh, Mr. Feldman the way that I you know, know him and, and getting to know him, I definitely see him being that way about things. I'm at the point of the podcast where I'm actually out of questions. Um, <laughs> you got an open floor, whatever you want to talk about, by all means. Um, you can go ahead and promote some of your spots. Man, I... I got so many sponsors, and uh, my wife's got a list of the sponsors somewhere, and we don't know where they're at right now because we're in the middle of moving and everything. But uh, I've got Aaron Gates. He does a lot for us. He uh, he lets me come and work with him on the rare weekend that I'm free. We're going to come over there and work with him. We got uh, Thomas Tatum with uh, Circle. Thomas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I miss. I miss what you said. We got Thomas Norm Norman with uh, Circle T Designs. You know he comes through last minute for us with T-shirts and banners and everything. We got uh, you know the crew over at Knuckle Up Podcast, Sean and Juan and all them. They do a lot for us. You know Sean's helping uh, my wife with the management stuff. You know, we got uh, Ryan Longmire with Texas in Time. He's helping us with the uh, tax side of things, getting things in order. We got uh, Bryce Wood, my buddies over there at TC Bowler. They they come through and they do a lot for us. I've got a, a punching bag stand that I've uh, built. I did most of the fabrication. There was just a couple of things I couldn't quite get right, and uh, I took it over to. Uh, TC Bowler over there with my buddy Bryce Wood, and they had it knocked out in no time at all, man. Super good people. I got uh, Dan Stevens over at BW Sports One. You know, he he does a lot for us, takes care of us, and you know, graphics and all kind of stuff. And 
uh, we got a guy named Chris Mizell. He's uh, he's been doing a lot with the graphic stuff, man. He super super good dude. Does super good work. You know, uh, the the list goes on, man. I'm I'm just trying to pull off the top of my head, off the top of my wife's head, and uh, we uh <laughs> we we trying to um, make sure we show everybody some love. There's been people reaching out left and right, helping us, man, and doing things for us. Uh, we got uh, William Von Kelly. He goes by William Von Kelly Jr. He goes by BJ. Uh, oh, who? I'm sorry. I don't know where the Kelly came from. I'm, I guess because my wife's Britton Kelly. But w William Von Jr. He's um, got the. Uh, he does all of our embroidering for us on our hats and everything, and uh, he does a real good job on them. We got uh, Nick Simpson with HKA. He uh, he did my trunks that I, I had on this past weekend. I, I love them trunks, man. Super, super, super good product there. And uh, but um, man, you know, um, thank God for giving me the ability to be able to be here and do this and uh, looking out for me and uh, you know taking care of us and everything. I got uh, Jay Davis with Turp House Farms. He's done a lot for us and uh, taking care of us. And, you know, man, we like I said, we've got a lot of people in our corner, man. It's, it's the, the I don't want to say overwhelming because that's not the case, but it's definitely uh, a heartfelt thing, you know, all the help that we have. Uh, my buddy, uh, Raz Hilton, just come down. He spent six weeks with us. He lives in Maine, and uh, he came down and spent six weeks with us to help me in this uh, quote-unquote fight camp for this fight. Uh, the fight camp consisted of him working me into the ground <laughs> whenever I got off work. You know, I work a, a regular job. I'm a maintenance mechanic at a, a paper mill. And, uh, you know, we work long, hard hours. Whenever I get done there, I come home and I'm just ready to go to sleep. He will light a fire under my tail and get me out there and get me back to training and working out. Uh, and so, you know, I'm very thankful that we've had him. And, uh, Man, it's just, uh, there, there's been one good thing after another coming along, and I do want to give a big plug to my uh, new trainer, Jason Williams. This is a question for you here. I'm going to go ahead and answer it without you asking. <laughs> uh, Jason Williams uh, has a company called Boxer Tricks where he trains uh, fighters, and due to COVID, he started training people via uh, FaceTime, and he uh, reached out to me and uh, wanted to start training me. And uh, reached out to me right before, about a week, week and a half before my Arnold Adams fight. And, you know, I'd done, already been doing my own thing and didn't want to throw a uh, wrench in the gears last minute. So I was like, look, you know, I will do it, but I want to wait till after this fight. Okay. You know, I'll go in there and uh lose that fight wasn't focused didn't have you know proper training or whatever and then uh me and him get to working and this dude has completely changed me around you can see the difference the way that i looked in the zach Kalmas fight the way that i performed there and then you definitely seen a huge difference uh this past weekend with um lewis rumsey you know the way that i performed and moved and was punching there so uh I'm looking forward to what the future has in store for us. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very thankful to have Mr. Jason Williams uh, in our corner and on our team now. And One more I'll be honest with you. Come on. Go ahead. 
Come on. Finish real quick. I do have no, one no. more question. For you. Let you finish real quick, though. Go, go ahead. I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry. I was. I'm just, I just talked, man. I'm gonna talk. Oh, you're good, man. You're good. The one question that just popped in my head. You're talking about your coach. Um, the only other thing I saw at the event that I have not seen too many people question yet. How do you feel being a meme now? <laughs> man, this has been wild. This it, it really has. The last uh, ever, ever since the fight, seeing uh, seeing all these memes come up of me, you know, the quote unquote dancing or high stepping or whatever, whatever people want. But it's just it's funny. You, I, whenever I was in high school, that was an exercise. The high step like that was mm -hmm. one of the exercises we did in uh, football to warm up. And uh, so we would do the high step like that. Well, as a result, for some reason, I don't know why we didn't pick any other exercise we did, but whenever something cool would happen, when somebody would hit somebody real hard or there would be an interception or whatever, for some reason, all of us as 17, 16-year-old kids, we would just start doing the high step right there in place, you know, and kind of doing the high step, coming to each other, give each other a five, you know, congratulations, good job, whatever. But the high step was always involved. So I guess whenever I hit him and he went down, it I got excited and <laughs> I, I resorted back to the good old days and just hit the high step real quick. And um, I didn't think anything about it, man. I was just, I was trying to have a good time. I was what my main thing I was trying to do is I was trying to involve the crowd. I wanted the crowd to feel like they was involved in the fight, you know, that they were part of it. They weren't just there watching two people do something, you know, it felt like they was forever away. I, I wanted them to feel involved. So I wanted the crowd to, you know, pump the crowd up and get them, get them kind of quote unquote in there with us, you know. And um, and it, it seemed to work. The, the crowd was very loud. It was very responsive to everything I did. And, uh, you know, I did my little high step or whatever. Did my little silly little Hulk Hogan, let me hear you, hand to my ear kind of thing. You know, and uh, I, I feel like I pretty successfully got the crowd up and got everybody loud. And, you know, everybody had a good time and enjoyed it. Dude, it was very entertaining to watch for sure. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to Lewis Rumsey. I'm going to get him on in the future. Hopefully, um, man went in there, put up a heck of a fight against you. Um, oh yeah. As far as the memes, dude, there, there's already a, seen a lot of people, you know, taking and putting out, um, the one where I'm assuming it's the one where you're chasing your wife, that one for sure. <laughs> the tornado, the one where you're running from the shark, the yellow bird, yeah. the wizard of Oz. So many good ones out right now. I got problems saved in my phone. Um, <laughs> it's just I, I'm expecting to see a lot more. Um, I think one of my favorite ones that I have yet to see, which was the, uh, you running like an Olympic race, somebody photoshopping you into one of the Olympic like hundred meters or something like that. I think it would have been. I've seen it. I've, I've seen one. I've seen one with me in a uh, running on a track. Oh and, man, uh, I have to find it. I, I have said. There's my, I think my wife, uh, you can find her on my About Me information. She's listed as my wife there on Facebook. But uh, I think on her profile, she shared a post that's got like 26 of them, 30 of them, ever how many of them it is that she shared all together. And um, I want to say that the track one is on there. And, uh, and 
have to get it. Be cool, man. It's just, they, look, I'm just a simple old country boy, man, down here from South Mississippi, South Alabama area, you know, and um, originally from South Alabama, relocated over here to South Mississippi. And, uh, you know, I'm just a simple old country boy, man. I ain't never, you know, when I was in high school, I was a standout athlete and, uh, you know, offensive lineman. I was in the Super Southeast top 150 picks. I think I was number 40-something on the uh, quote-unquote college recruits or whatever. And, uh, you know, I bet six foot two, uh, 290 pounds, I was running a 40-yard dash in 4.8 seconds. You know, I was... Uh, I was a, always been a heck of an athlete. I gifted ability, no doubt about it. And uh, so, you know, we um, had all that going on, you know. So I've always been kind of a standout whenever it comes to athletics or whatever. And then, uh, you know, for, for all this to take off the way that it has, man, it's just been uh, overwhelming is not the right word, but it's been a pleasant surprise, I'll say. And, uh you know, it's just, uh, I, dude, I, I love every second of this, man. I, one of the main things I love is I love making people happy. Whenever people's around me, I'll cut up and pick around, and, dude, I will jank on myself to make other people smile, make other people, you know, laugh and have a good time. And uh, in, in my opinion, man, you guys, the guys that work that I work with, that, you know, I want to have fun, and, you know, I want to enjoy life. And I want folks around me to do the same thing. You know, it, it, yeah, things is cool when you're having fun, but it's always better when there's somebody there having fun with you. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the way I look at life in general. And, uh, you know, so I just, I love it, man. I, I love all these memes. I love seeing these people having fun doing it. I'm laughing at them. Some of them are picking on me. Some of them are picking with me, you know, and I, and I love all of them. All right, well, um, we're at the 26-minute mark. I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. If there's anything you want to go ahead and add, by all means, go for it. Um, I'm going to do the little outro here in a minute or two and go ahead and get this wrapped up and get everything finalized and get it posted for you. I appreciate it. The only thing i got left to say is, you know, follow your dreams. No matter how big they are, you put your mind to it, you can achieve it. I'm just some simple old country boy from down south down here. I decided I wanted to fight bare knuckle. I put my mind to it, went to work real hard, and here I am, living a dream. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, Bobo, appreciate you jumping on the show tonight, man. Um, hopefully we see you again in the in the ring again soon. Um, for a really good outcome. Hope you win the next one also. Um, y'all heard it from Bobo himself. Follow your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you you can't thing. Um, live life positive, guys. It's a huge message. Just have always be positive. Don't look for the negatives in life. Um, appreciate your time, man. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this stream up. Um, the next podcast is going to be Thursday night at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. I got a buddy of mine coming in on the show from California. We're going to talk about a little bit of music and stuff. And then that's going to wrap up season two. I haven't got a lineup yet, but magician from the first show will be joining me from here on out after as the co-host. Um, as I said in the beginning, guys, anybody that wants to be on the show, shoot me a message on Facebook and I'll get to you, get you on the list. Um, 
this show, it's honestly, like I said on my post earlier today or last night, it's, this isn't about money to me. This is connecting with people on a more personal level, getting behind the scenes with them and people kind of learn who these guys are following through how they started, where they are or why they are where they're at now, stuff like that. Um, it's pretty much a way for these guys to come in and drop a little bit of same time trying to get a bigger fan base but i appreciate your time man i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this stream up we'll definitely be back in season two i'm gonna have an episode with you also if you're down for it oh beautiful yeah man i appreciate you having me man time all right well you have a blessed evening stay safe yes sir